What's up, 99 Nation and lovers of the Toronto Blue Jays? This is it, the playoff edition so far. We are excited to launch this. This is part two or second episode of the Blue Jays back-to-back eps, and we are very proud of this one. This is our playoff edition. We talk wild card game, the first series where we crunch the toast from Texas. We do it all in this podcast, including a little round of shot for success. Uh, we're very proud of the Toronto Blue Jays. We're very proud of them. Thank you guys for listening. We know you guys pumped us in the in the clubhouse. Um, like always, baby, passion over paycheck. Let's do this. Here it is. I don't want to keep you guys waiting at all. This is awesome. So please check us out on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all that other good shiz. And be good to each other. Go Jays, go. Let's do this. We ain't stopping until the WS comes down. I'll just say it really quickly. I already had punched in May, then knocked out in October. Be good to yourselves. Love ya. What's up, 99 Nation and lovers of the Toronto Blue Jays? Here it is, a playoff edition. With me right now in studio, Bob Walker. Bossy, what's up? What's up? And the coach, Papa Bear himself, Mike Perconi. Mike Perconi, tell the people you say hello. Hey, guys. What's up? All right, gents. Here it is. All season, we've been training for this. The playoff edition. Beautiful. Almost didn't happen, but now that it's here, fired up. We here. We here. We ready. All right, guys. Where do you want to start? First off, playoff cheers. Playoff Playoff cheers. cheers. Playoff cheers. This is the Not After 30 podcast. Podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now it's time for the show. We have a few cheers. We had a few good moments the last Let's week. Just or so. yeah. Okay. Wild card? It has to be wild card, right? Yeah, let's do. Let's do. Let's, we got to start. Yeah. All right. Where do you want? Where do you want to take it? Where do you want? Why don't we start? Let, 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 let's start uh, with how we felt going into the game. Like when you heard Stroh was going to be announced as the starter, Ooh. what did you feel? Because I know that was tumultuous, right? That's right. And we we spoke about this yeah, in yeah. our three way. Yeah. yeah. We talked about yeah. how bad the Baltimore Orioles are against a lefty, Lariano available. Yeah. <clears throat> and Strowman, just not who we thought he was going to be. Finished the season at 500, like 9 and 9. Yeah. On a strong tilt, but right. still. Right, strong second half. You yes. know, we I think we had greater expectations than what we saw on the whole this year. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair statement. So, so well, we, we kind of talked. Yeah. With each other on Messenger and through text, right. but we kind of try to keep stuff for the podcast. Right. So we only do like short, quick sentences, and we were all in agreement that it should have been a left-handed pitcher. Uh, what, you want to do pumpkin spice? Sorry, I, I, no, I, I, I distracted you. Beer is important. I distracted you to see if you wanted to uh, refill or if you wanted to go with the I pumpkin. I want to go with the pumpkin. Okay. Do you, want, do. do you want to try pumpkin? Is everybody going pumpkin next? No, I'll, I'll keep going with this. Okay, I, I'm going to do New Ontario. Sorry, so go on. Well, no, just that, you know, we talking amongst ourselves just quickly. We were all in agreement, pretty much, and you two took the lead, that it should have been Liriano or a left-handed, obviously, just by what their stat was. It was yeah. just kind of common sense with that being said. 
Stroh did a great job. Stroh did a great job. He did. He did a great job. And that's the thing: is analytics can only take you so far. Yes. You know, you got <laughs> the human element of baseball is real. The random element of baseball is real. All of these things that get talked about in generalities. That's what when when you go on the field, the numbers do in essence go out the window because you're people doing things that are really hard to do. And how you hold up under the pressure of all those screaming fans, I think, makes a difference. I, there is such thing as a clutch player and Batista has been proving it now even though he's had a rough year no I mean, like you know he's gonna earn his he's gonna earn some of that money we talked about him losing back just because he's had a couple hot weeks and and that matters in baseball and I think the you know we saw David Ortiz retire yesterday. Uh, good riddance. Uh, yes, as James you know, fans, good riddance. I've, I've had it. Well, you know, like I'm all, I'm all about like honoring Hall of Famers when they make it in the Hall of Fame. But I don't like honoring my uh, enemies' players yeah. and my enemies' players. Yeah. Like you know, all, all that kind of stuff. I've gotten to that before. I won't get into that again. But you know, like wait, wait, I, wait till the end of the beer. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was one of those things that I just I think Stroman, he, you know, he's a really gritty player, and and you, I think as a fan in a one game do or die, we were all nervous that maybe that. That edge might be too edgy, and it might let, make him lose focus. But man, he showed up. You know, he showed up when we needed him to, and and that's why I think you're going to see more of him throughout the playoffs. And uh, and Liriano did a great job in the end of the game. So any, everything fell into place for us that game. Couldn't have gone better, actually. Really, when you yeah. think about it. Yeah, just my worry going into that game with Strowman was just if they got a run in early and he got defeated, I didn't want him to be pulled so early that we just completely go through everyone our whole bullpen in the wild card and it was just like Jesus you know I wanted at hopefully five six good innings that's what I was hoping for from Stroman I mean the win was just icing on the cake oh, yeah. it was amazing and, and he he really did pitch a great yes. he pitched very yes. well yeah. yeah I can't you really can't really complain no. I mean the, the one the one he gave up was that that was a tr- was a Trumbull home run Trumbull, yeah, Trumbull. I mean he, that guy yanked it. It, it, it I heard comparisons to Joe Carter's home run and I didn't disagree with it because it was low yeah, and inside and he yanked it on a line yeah. out of there. Now Trumbull, uh, Trumbull's a beast, and he got it up there pretty good. But that's a hard. He hit a good pitch, and and you're also looking at the home run leader in the league, right? You know, so exactly. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, fine. You give a home run. Up you to expect to give up a home run to but, Baltimore, do you right. not? Yeah, fair enough. I, but I that's do. also credit to Stroman. I mean, with that kind of a guy hitting a home run off you, to not get defeated on yourself, to not get down. You had to buckle so, down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would agree with that. I like it. All right, so the wild card game itself. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm still, we, I'm what did you guys, okay. from Eddie. So, yeah. what, what, do you guys, what did you guys do for the wild card game? Because, like, oh, I'll tell you what. Like, uh, I I had a lot. You know, I, had a, I have a good amount of friends that wanted to get together and stuff like that, and I politely declined all of them. I had no interest in watching that game with anybody except for my wife in my house by myself because I knew that was do or die. <laughs> yeah. And... I, I mean, I'm glad I did because it went until almost 11:45 at night. Yeah. You know, on uh, on a weeknight there, and just like, but I couldn't handle. I was pacing by the sixth inning, just yes. pacing back and forth, and not like getting very, very vocal. I, you know, my we've talked about it before. My wife's pregnant, and I, I told her at about the eighth inning, I'm like, babe, just go to bed. This is gonna be. I this I can feel it. This is extra innings. This is coming, right? And and she says, no, I can't go to bed, Mike, because I know win or lose, you're gonna scream <laughs> when it's over. So you're just gonna wake me up. And she was right. I did, but. You know, it was it was it was crazy, and it was just uh, no, it was it was such an interesting experience, and I think a lot of people, especially like a lot of the new baseball fans, like they've had they've gotten to witness some pretty awesome moments the yeah. last little while, like uh, you know, know, key, like like I really treasure this stuff right now. But some people, you know, that uh, th- there's some guys that are coming in this game for the first time and witnessing some of the greatest baseball moments that I've ever seen, right? So it's pretty pretty special. Where were you? Well, so f- just 
we've been given in the last two years two of the most iconic moments mm-hmm. for this team mm-hmm. in Batista. Yeah, right. The yeah. bat flip and Eddie's walk-off. Yeah. Like, yeah. that is will be seared into my brain forever. We yeah. will talk about this for years to come. The where were you question that everyone asked. So, I was at home as well. Right. Yeah. Obviously had to work at 6 a.m. That was a big part yeah, of it. for sure. But... I, I'm the same as my, and I'm a very superstitious sports watcher. Like I haven't washed my Tulu jersey since the all since the no, wild card game. To to the I didn't point, wear it today because I didn't want it's not a game day, so I'm not. Absolutely, wearing it. <laughs> no, you're you're bringing all the good luck. I don't, we, we'll get into all that. Pixie dust. <laughs> but if someone hits a home run or in hockey, someone scores a goal, and I'm doing something, I don't move from that position, okay? And my girlfriend (laughs) laughs at me, but if I'm standing up to get a drink and it's like the bottom of the seventh and all of a sudden two guys are on base with no outs and Batista's coming up, I'm not moving. I'm just standing in that spot. I'm not going back to sit down. (laughs) So the whole night was me in the basement, my girlfriend on Instagram and her phone, kind of enjoying the baseball game. She's not really into sports. I let her know every time that the Jays do something well because I'm freaking out. Right. You need to share with somebody. So wearing my jersey, wearing the hat, full Jays gear, had the basement to myself, bought a nice six-pack because I knew I was working, got – I think we got a pizza. Like, I went full out. Yeah. Experienced the Jays atmosphere. So really – yeah, you really went upscale. It was a great time. And I I was willing – I was willing – to class it up. I was willing yeah, spent like to spend like $30 on your night. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. What, what six pack did you get? What? What, what six pack did you get? Oh, God. Probably. Oh, banquet. Oh, that's good. Oh, cool. That's banquet. Right. banquet. So, so okay. a dollar extra. That's good. Yeah. I've been starting to get Amsterdam Blonde. I don't know if you guys have had that. It's had pretty okay. good. It's I really yeah. like uh, Amsterdam used to have this beer called 416, which it was delicious. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was, like a, it was like a lighter one with like a citrusy type thing. I'm not even usually into that, but it was a beautiful summer beer. But Amsterdam's great. If you ever yeah. go down to a ball game, I love that Amsterdam brew. Oh, I was yes, about. please go. So cool. Amsterdam's amazing. I worked down on Queen's Key. That's starting to That was a staple for me. I love that. It's starting to become a podcast there. That's actually a great idea. Yeah, I would be down for sure, 100%. But yeah, so anyways, in the base pretty much just in my own little world watching the Jays with my $30 classy night Bad in the boy. basement and fantastic. Couldn't have asked for it. I, I didn't it. want to go out. <laughs> I, I, okay, so before I get kicked off my own podcast, I gotta tell you guys this. Tuesday night. Uh, you didn't even watch the game. My hockey season started. Oh my. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we had the game playing on Inside, like on the radio, yeah, okay. it, you couldn't understand anything. Of course There's not. It's too loud, way too loud. Like and echoey. Yeah. So at one point, I even got off just to listen to the yeah. game because they had runners on the corners, like the fourth or fifth inning. Yeah. Upton, I think, popped out anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But um, right after the game, rushed home, reeking, like sweating, sweat through everything I was wearing. Uh-huh. Yeah. My brother and I watched from the. I watched, I think, the first hour. The first half hour, and then we watched from the seventh inning on. Okay. And so it was tie game from the sixth, sixth inning on. Yeah. And uh, so my brother and I watched it. Brittany was trying to sleep upstairs. Yeah. What I thought she was trying to sleep, what she was actually doing was watching the game, which blew my mind that yeah. she opted to watch the game on her own. Yeah. Well, Never happened. Dude, Lucky. It was a big, was a big game. <laughs> yeah, Everybody yeah. was talking yeah. about it, right? I you think couldn't... it was foreplay, to be honest. That's like, yeah. what you honestly asked <laughs> where you yeah. were during the game, which you're asking us now. That's yeah. People will be asking that for years. Like, yeah. so My brother and I are watching this game, and every hit, I think, is a home run. That's going to end the game. <laughs> I know. Every pop. Oh, that's it. He's like, relax. You're fu- <laughs> you think you're jumping out. I'm like, Dave, it's going to happen. Seventh, eighth, ninth inning, tenth inning. What's going on here? Yeah. But I think we can all admit, just like Carter's, just like the bat flip, when that ball was hit, was there no any doubt? doubt? He well, knew. I'll t- Everybody knew. He, Eddie knew. That got out so quickly. Yes. I'll tell you what. As soon as the as soon as he took the swing at 
the thing, I got up and I cheered because I knew he was going to make hard enough contact to score the runner from third. Right. I knew the game was over. I didn't know it was a home run because before it even hit the bat, I got up and I jumped. And by the time I looked down, I see my wife pointing at the screen saying, no, it went out, right? But, no, I mean, you could feel it. You saw the pitch. With the pitch going down broad way like that to Eddie, it, it, you, you've seen enough times that you know it's going far. Right. You know, so, no, I, I oh, it was great. So, What's unbelievable, I love that moment for the rest of my life, but what is Baltimore thinking? Oh, with, here's a question. I That was troubling me the whole time, and I'm ecstatic as a Jays fan. I assumed he was injured at the time. Nope. I know. But that, that was my only assumption because I would have thought he would have come in the ninth and probably the tenth. Uh, yeah. I can't believe the pitching that they – and I just – it mind, mind-boggling. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, and I think that will be the thing that will follow um, Buck Buck Showalter for a long, yes. long time. Is what were you thinking when that happened? It was a very dumb move. I agree. There's no doubt in my mind that one of the best pitchers of the entire season is resting yeah. in your bullpen. The best pitcher in the wild card game, which may and was your last game. Oh, sorry, boys. Unbelievable. Is this an IQ test or what's going on? <laughs> you are having a little bit of it's a heart. puzzle actually. Oh, that's why you're doing it. I was trying to figure like why can't I prop my phone anymore? Um Glug 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 glug. Yeah, so no that was uh no I can't answer that one either. I think every you've heard it on the radio, I heard it for like three days straight afterwards. Every call into the fan was uh, you know, why is why isn't this and why isn't that it doesn't make sense. It's it's illogical. It goes against a, a lot of what people take his common baseball practice and I'm really glad that he did it because we won. Yeah, obviously. It's about, it's about it. Like this, I think that's honestly, that's the long and short of it. There is no answer. There's no good answer and I think he just he played the waiting game. Uh, honestly, okay, if you break it down, he shouldn't have brought Ubaldo in the 11th. That's the answer because that was his long man. That was his Liriano. That was his guy that was going to go three or four innings and, and if this was a 15 run, uh, fifteen inning ball game. And by bringing him in, he should have brought in Britain in at that point. That's To me, that's where he made the mistake. It wasn't not bringing him in the seventh, eighth, ninth, whatever. It was that when he brought in Ubaldo, he committed himself to three innings of one of his starting pitchers. Yeah, Ubaldo, he should have been brought in in the seventh or eighth. And 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 if you're going to bring him in in the eleventh or twelfth, which I understand situationally, you bring in Britain first. Because why would you put Britain off for four innings or whatever, right? It, it, does, it does. It does. It makes no sense, especially because the Blue Jays are the home half team, so you can't even bring him. You can't. You don't even have a chance to come back. Every time you're throwing your pitchers out there, it's to end the game one way or the other. When you're the visiting team, you have to use that reliever uh, an inning earlier, I think, sometimes, you know, strategically. It's, it's the type of decision. Buck Showalter is one of the greatest, like, managers in the game. Right and now. This, right now, I wouldn't right. disagree with that. But it, he And would, this move is questioning that in some fans' eyes. That's how bad of a decision it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. a bad decision. I mean, it's Buck Showalter. Like, you know, if you know baseball, you know that name. Yeah. Do you think he loses his job for this? No. 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 no they would be... Dumb. But I think when yeah, the time comes and he, if they don't play well next year, then it's a good. It's always going to be something on his resume. I think it's always going to yes, be something yeah. that, like, if you need a reason to get rid of him, yeah. Well, he, yeah, he did screw us. You know, yeah. we should have won. Yeah. We did have historically the, the best starter, starter season of all time. Yeah, of all time on the books. Perfect. He was. <laughs> he was legitimately perfect. perfect. And they weren't yeah. even supposed to go that far, Baltimore. To be honest, they they had one of those seasons where they they were in first, in second, first, yeah. second, yes, third, first, all second. year. Yeah. All year. They played us hard, though. I will give them credit. They played a good game. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was... uh, Do you guys... More than Texas. Now, 
<laughs> now, <laughs> a, a, just uh, on a side note, do you think at any point did you see that swing the other way? Did you did you guys always feel that you guys had that tingle in the sack that Toronto was going to win this game, or did you feel no, like I never felt that the whole time? I had hope, but I never had confidence. I had confidence the whole game that Toronto was going to own this game. Yeah. Uh, that, and that, I, that's partial and reason why I thought going to the, my hockey game as opposed to watching the game. Really, um, it wasn't going to be your last game. I, I, I really I feel I was like, there's, there's, there's too much on the books to say that Toronto's going to win this game. Yeah. And I just felt at home. I felt at home was such a big advantage. And they always talk about, you know, there's only uh, two, two uh, wildcard games that the home team has won and ten that the uh, visitor. But yeah. that's not the same. Yeah. Like you're, you're not in a different stadium. You're in a different country, bitches. Yeah. And you're going to suck the dick. Yeah. yeah. You're going to suck it good. This is yeah. a country's yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's why I love Toronto so much. Oh, it, it's yeah. for baseball. It only happens in baseball because I think that's the only. Well, I guess basketball is the other. Basketball's on its way there, but it's just it doesn't have the same. It'll uh, get there. It's not forty years; it's twenty years. Exactly. Yeah. Good, like, very good I point. I think that's yep. I think that's as simple as that. And, and at some point, sorry to cut you off, but if the, if, the, if the Raptors can get a championship with the next four or five years, then they're right on pace. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, just, this will become a huge basketball town. Yeah. I was just gonna say I had hope, like Mike, for the game. When Ubaldo was put into the game, mm-hmm. I knew we were gonna win. Yeah. Honestly, when they didn't put Brenner in, and they put Ubaldo in, I was like. I had a feeling I was hoping for a home run, but I knew we were going to win. I felt good as soon as I see, see, saw Liriano there. I think that's the first time I started to feel good when he comes out in the 10th inning and he pitches and he's just lights out and you're yeah. like, we can do this for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we ain't going down like no bitches. And I, th- no. I, think that's, I think that's what got Showalter nervous is he looked at that and he's like, ooh, yeah. maybe I have to bring in one of my starters now. That's he it. must have thought that. It was a counter move. Like it was a counter move. He never took innings. control of the game. And at any point... Well, probably more in the second series than, than the wild card game. But at any point, do you do you start to see the genius of John Gibson, or is it just dumb luck? Yeah, cause I feel like he's been burned before, especially the July first game against Cleveland, where Cleveland puts in their starter, and John Gibson's like, ah, I'm gonna put in my shortstop and my backup second baseman. I, I honestly don't know with Gibson sometimes, man. To be completely honest, because there are moments of genius. Mm. That in hindsight, you look back and you're like, wow, that was incredible how that turned out. And then sometimes I'm shaking my head. So he, he he's just confusing to me sometimes. Which is probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think he did – I think uh, on the wild card as a standalone game, I think he managed the game well. I think he outmanaged Buckshalter in that game. Yeah, good point. Right. But I think on a general, you know – if you look at John Gibbons as a whole, I'm, I'm not sure that he's a good manager. I believe he coaches a really good team. Yeah, I'm not, but I'm, but I've all the good, all good managers I, I, do. You know what? And we've always, we watch so many games between us, gentlemen. Yeah, you know, like yes. th- it's this is not something that we can necessarily do easily here. Like it's hard to. Uh, yeah, I remember his four or five or six screw ups. It's because I watched a hundred and plus games yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, I, I, I don't think he's bad. I guess I, he clearly is working for this team because we're in the ALCS for two years in a row, mm, back and to back. Not many. I mean, Kansas City's not here again this year. Great. You know, Texas couldn't make it. Like no, we are the class. They're busy. We are very much the class of the American League right now. I'd say. Well, right. so the question. Well, just sorry. The yeah. question is, are the Jays just as good with a different manager? Yes. Yes. For the most part, I yes. think so, too. I think what he, Now, Gibbons, like I said, moments of genius. But this is a really good team. And I think if you're a competent co- manager, yes. just competent, you can take this team pretty far. Okay, but, how, how about this? 
I, would, I was just going to say, conversely, the only th- thing I would say about that is that I, I think you could bring another manager in and they would have a breaking in period where they have to look at to learn yes. the players and all that. I think the fact that Gibby is here and he knows these guys, I think it was really smart for Shapiro and those guys to see this through this they year. They seem to respect him. Yeah. So. I, and I think he's back next year. I've heard I've, I've heard interviews and I'm pretty – It's. I mean, he will, he'll be back win, lose, or draw, even if we hadn't won this series because I think he is uh, – He's a player's manager. He lets these guys be themselves, and I don't think that every manager does that necessarily. I don't think Buck Showalter lets those guys be themselves. So, do you believe? So you believe that John Gibbons has done enough to save his job? Yes, I believe so too. I think I believe he, that after we won the wild card game, and I would think that if you make the playoffs, just even general, even if we lost that game because it's such a random game, I told that's why I had no confidence in it. Mm-hmm. It, was, it is legitimately a coin flip, I think. You know, we had a, we had Absolutely. the we had the we we had home field advantage, which is a betting line number. It's not real. I don't. I mean, I mean, I think it helps for sure. I think you can make other players shake in their boots, but I think it helps only in specific situations. You got to win, right? For it to help, you got to you got to be winning. You got to be able to put runs on the board and then fuel that and scare the other guys. I think yeah. that's the only time Absolutely. it applies. Okay. So, all right. Um, that being said, on the wild card game, is there anything else we want to add? No, Edwin deserves the money. Yeah. What do, you, what do you give him now? What do you give him now? Okay. Whatever he's asking what you, for. What do you want? Yeah. I, I, here, here's what I thought, just just off the cuff. Chris Davis signed for $168 million for seven years, which is approximately $21 million a year. Okay. Edwin's better than Chris Davis, so he's going to make 25 plus. I was going to say probably 25. 24, 25, I'm guessing. Maybe more up to and 27. And I think we talked about it in as early as May or June yeah. that we would give him 25 for four years and see you later, but no problem. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I just want to say, too, that <laughs> I know it's in the moment and you're just so fired up, but that interview at the end when he's talking to Hazel and all them, and he says, this is why I love this city and it's why I'm coming back. I know it's the heat of the moment. You just right, won right, with right. the boys. Yeah. Right, right. But that just fired me up. It's like he just said on live TV he wants to be back, Rogers. Yeah, yeah. And you want these kind of moments? You want to bring in the fans? You sign him. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, yeah. And, Jesse, you're right. Like the, You're so right. So the... You guys probably all saw that sign above the, above the, um, the dugout, the dugout. knockout one. No, no, the dugout. There were yeah, Rogers. If you don't sign Edwin, oh, I'm, I'm switching, switching the belt. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Okay. Yeah. So, he was there for a couple of games. He brought yeah. the same sign. And and I, I feel like that speaks volumes. I don't think we'll lose any business over not having not signing Edwin or not. But I'll tell you straight up that I'll consider it. Like I, I've made that claim, and that's the thing. I realize that okay, of the Rogers percentile of customers. There's like three or four percent hardcore Blue Jay fans. Right. Like like that that, that would that would make your decision on your uh, your life for lack of a better word yeah. with the way that we use technology now based on a baseball decision. But I will. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. If you screw my team next year, if, I'll be that guy on the that's side. That's how much we love. Yeah, this only team. if you screw me. If I'm you know? Bell, I I do everything in my power yeah. to have a. We would have signed Edwin. Yeah. Hundred percent. That your advertising uh, team is. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you. We would have signed him. Yeah. Sign with us. If yeah. he goes to Boston or anyone else for twenty five or under yeah. a year, I oh, will we'll be lose fucking furious. Yeah. I will. You couldn't fucking match that oh. or go more. To keep them? Well, I, in my head, guys. I'm I mean, getting furious. I, I, I talk, yeah. <laughs> I t- yeah, right. I talked about it before, and it was like, to me, it was 25 for four years, so $100 million. I can easily see Boston coming and saying, we'll give you 30. And then we should, you know what we should say? Fine, we'll give it to you, too. Because I'm sick of being bullied by these other yeah, teams. Yeah, good call. You know what? That's perfect. That's a perfect way. Right? Do you want to get swept again next yeah. year, or do you want to come back? Yeah. Hey, 
You can keep David Price. We're going to keep Edwin Encarnacion. Yeah. Good yeah. deal. Do you? Th- okay, so how, do you know how much Poppy was making last year? I, I, I would imagine he's in the $20 million range just because of the type of player he is, but probably 15 to 20 would be okay, my guess. So, so let's say a, a middle, let's say 18. Yeah. So they don't they have $18 million open, at least $18 million. Yeah. I, And I don't know how many of their young guys. Like I don't know if... Um, if uh, Bogart is if yeah. he's up or anything, I don't know any any of the Boston team if they're resigning or, or if their contracts are up. But if they they have at least eighteen million dollars to play with, yes, exactly. So if if Mister Double well, by e, that logic, we have a, at least that because we have Batista and Edwin coming off the books as well, which and, is probably combined and at least Saunders more than eighteen. It's, so it's more than eighteen. We're talking twenty five. Talking twenty five, thirty, forty million. And holy that whole dollar twenty five that he's on. You for. told me about thirty million dollars worth of players right there. Absolutely no reason not. To have Eddie back and okay. Batista. So I say, Batista's fine. I mean, if I understand, okay, here's the thing. I understand if Batista walks because Batista is a situation where I believe that if a team offers him more money in longer term, he'll take it. And I sort of respect it, especially considering he's broken down so much this year. Right. And this this legitimately is his last contract. I think Eddie wants to stay enough that if you match anything from any other team, there's no reason he wouldn't choose us. So right. that to me, that's irresponsible management to not go get that done. And Whereas Batista, I think he'll just leave on his own because he needs to secure his future. And I, I, I can respect that. He's it's a year fine. or two away from being designated hitter. I think he's there already, and he's time. a year or two from yeah. not playing baseball anymore. Yeah, I, Very I agree. True. You know, like. It's been flipping on and off. It, it, yeah. it, it comes back. Feed. It comes back. Like, listen, everybody, we're really sorry that the Facebook feed isn't doing too hot. Will hopefully fix itself. If not, then for sure you're gonna have to download the podcast. Know what we're saying, or maybe soon there's gonna be a YouTube channel. I don't know for sure yet. Mm. What? <laughs> what? So okay, so Mikey, you said it before that you're gonna give Batista money over term. Yes. Do you still feel that way? Yes. Okay. So let's say the best offer Batista is gonna see out there is twenty million dollars. Yeah. I even say he's got a player option for eighteen million with the Jays. If if do the Jays give him the extra two sure. to match? I think, why, I think if you, if you win, why wouldn't you? Right, you make that They're money make back so in a heartbeat if yeah. they win. It all depends on whether we win, gentlemen. I say, Jose, if you don't get the exact money you're looking for next year, you change your number to like eighteen or that's Barney. Uh, you change it like twenty nine. That's anyway, you change it to ninety nine. Who cares? Who gives a shit? You make the money back in jersey sales that you would have you would have <laughs> lost, and you call it a fucking day. Yeah, you need to be on this team for anything. Other than just being a, a goddamn Mickey Mouse character. You just be there, you smile, you do your booster juice, you have a good time, and you just do it. Because mm-hmm. nobody's going to love you as much as T-Dot loves you. Nobody. Well, Mr. Big Moment. Yes. He's clutched, like Coach said in the other podcast. He's clutched. Just sign with us for these moments. Okay. Yeah, no, I think it's smart for him long term. If we can if we can come close to matching anything else, it's smarter for his long term wealth yeah. to stay an icon with the Blue Jays. Uh, yeah. We pay him whatever he wants. He hits a dinger, walk off in the playoffs, it doesn't fucking matter yeah. how much it's worth we it. We forget everything. It's gone. Yeah. Okay. Wild card in the books. We won. Mm-hmm. Five. Woo! Thank you. Beautiful. So I just want to put this Fuck out there. off, Baltimore. We went from a bat flip last year to a bat drop this year. Yep. Don't worry about double E. He'll leave his mic at home. He'll drop the bat when he's done. <laughs> Boom. I love it. Okay. So, boys, bum, we bum, win bum, the bum, wild bum, card. Bum, 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 bum. What do we get to do? Take on the top team in the American League East. I was so excited. Yes. Leaving that Baltimore game, going to fucking Texas, because I know we all love Texas. Yes. <laughs> Grinding my fucking teeth. Love that, folks. <laughs> that was great. It, we could, who could ask for a better a better matchup? And, and, and certainly that first game really just got the juices <sighs> flowing. Yes. So 
we walk into Texas, well, actually before, we have uh, Estrada named the starter to this series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay or nay? I felt fine about it. I, I'm trying. I, I I saw him be the most clutch pitcher last year, and I felt okay with him going out. And, you know, the first game, the, the goal for me was to win one of two in Texas. You want to take away the home field advantage. Split it, yes. You just want to take one. So Estrada Hap gave me enough confidence that we were going to get one of those games. I felt like one of them was ours, and sure enough, we got both, right? But, um, you know, no, Estrada it has shown up time and time again, and I'm not surprised that he's the starter for the next series too he is um the man, he, he pitches above his skill yeah that's what he does big game big time that he he's one guy when his contract's up balls of steel yeah that's yeah. what i think of him <clears throat> so that end of august podcast where we made our uh predictions on who was going to start in the playoffs i think estrada was my starter i think you're right because and what i said back then is the nerves of steel that man is calm on that mound and he weathers the storm perfectly and he when things go rough you know he calms everyone down and that's what i wanted to start the series the fact that we went 10-1 amazing but i thought it was going to be a lot closer game and i still wanted estrada to pitch that game no he he impressed me so much uh you hear all the things about the back and all that stuff yes didn't even like no, I don't flip. worry. I don't flip. worry. I don't worry with him on the mound. And I tell you, when we got him in that trade, I worried a lot when he was on the mound at first. Yeah, I knew what we were dealing with. I knew what he'd done in Milwaukee, and I was not convinced that this is anything. But man, something about the, we got some we got some pitching pixie dust. That's here, it. Gentlemen. Yeah, That's what we got we got we got a lot of we got a lot of guys playing at the peak of their performance their and ability. probably what they will for their career. Yes, it, this this Michael Estrada may be the Jimmy Key of '92. In a very, in very, very you know, similar. You know, very similar. Um, kind of a out of nowhere kind of guy who just has these big game moments. I love it. Okay, so Estrada takes the mound. The game. So this, if Mike Perconi needed a moment to whip out his dick and tell everybody <laughs> to suck it on the Tulo fucking bus. Yeah. This was it. That was it. Yeah. So I knew right away I thought of Coach right away. <laughs> Easily. Tulo hit that? Yeah. Oh my god. I, 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 I was you waiting, guys right away. I was waiting for Mike's social media to just blow up. Yeah. Yeah. Man, as, as good as it was for Tulo, I'm happy for you, Mike, because yeah. you have been touting this guy all year, all season, when he was batting a buck 19, yep. you were like, don't worry, this guy, there's no way this is happening to this guy. <laughs> it's not a man. So, um, so for that being, that being said, I want to raise a toast to Mike, the coach, and all, no, here. Oh, these, these oh are guys. special. It's just a little, is little, that Spice Box? Is that yes. It is? Yeah. It's just a little touch. Yeah, okay, no, that's all I want. Yeah, cool. Um, Coach, yeah, this is for doubting you. You are the man. I'll never, never hey. ever doubt you. Well, I never doubted, but okay. we share the love. You got, you got me on the Russell Martin train, so it's all good. Oh, it's that all... is good. Magic. That's a little spice box um, for all you whiskey drinkers out there. Uh, you guys may not recognize this as a great it's, whiskey. It's smooth. But it's super smooth. It's got like a heavy vanilla overtone. That's what it is. It's yeah. vanilla. And but it is like it is like getting it's like getting your first kiss at that first elementary school dance. Yeah, we're so sorry about the, the Facebook feed. Yeah. Okay. So um, so game one is a 10-1, 10-1 blowout. How do you guys feel about the game? Great. 
hoping that game two isn't a blowout the other way. That was my biggest concern. I was like you. I wanted to split the series, and I would have been happy coming back to T.O. Yeah. The fact that we took two as a bonus, but I just don't want, because Texas is a pretty heavy-hitting team as well, right? Yes, they can hit. So I didn't want us to do 10-1, and we're all fired up, and then we lose 8 nothing the very next day, and it's back to it's anybody's series. Yeah. I that think, was my main concern. Yeah, that's no, that I, I had similar feelings. Um I think the 10-1 outing was so strong that I wasn't necessarily concerned about how we were going to show up in Game 2. I was just yes. really anxious to get the first runs on the board in Game 2 to just really cripple them. That's uh, that was that was my goal. As soon as we started seeing it at the uh, 4-1 and the 7-1 and you know, all this kind of stuff, it, it was, uh, you know, it, it pretty much I, by the time I think it was 4 or 5-1, I felt like the, I, it was all already over. And I don't like feeling like that in playoff games. But you could see the Texas crowd get out of it. You could see them all leaving. I really enjoyed how how much we took it to their fans who were very aggressive towards our players and uh, you know even in the media talking I mean we as Toronto fans have made a few mistakes and so we didn't talk about that in the wild card game but like uh, there's been a couple uh, you know there's been a couple circumstances in the last couple of years where we have become the villain fans along with our villain team and I love it for a lot of reasons I think it's great but I also don't like classless fans that make us look bad you know that is what it is but I was really happy to keep Texas quiet and just to kind of stick it to them and then Batista did a homer in the ninth just to shove it in their face. It was oh. just glorious. Yeah. So good. As soon as I saw all those T-shirts they were fucking wearing, like, oh yeah, that's all your team's got is a, a fucking sucker punch by yeah. a piece yeah. of shit. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and then and Batista just to place that bat so gently and just walk around and it's 10-1. And, it's yeah. like, and just be nice about it. Exactly. We got this, boys. Just walk back, do his uh, Major League Marbles thing with Mark, Mark <laughs> Stroman, and that was it. All I, all I wanted from Batista was to hit a home run and gently place the bat down on the ground yeah. really no calm flicking. and just like yeah, yeah. place it look yeah, at the yeah, crowd yeah. and kind of like, then is this you start okay going, like, is, is everybody this? okay with this yeah oh god can i hit a home run like this <laughs> yeah so much fun so then we win two games oh big bang big oh. bang theory that's what happens yeah so we watch so we win the two games and now we're going home hey, i need you okay be right back uh-oh. Keep going, boys. Yep. Keep going. Game two. So, game two. Well, I mean, <laughs> game two coming into it was was really, really. Um, that was something that I think Blue Jays fans we relished in it because wild card was do or die, right? First game in Texas, um, you know, we, we got out to a strong start and we were good to go. And the second game, it was like, okay, this is either where we can let these guys creep in or we can step on their throat. And we and for the most part, we did. I thought it wasn't necess- It wasn't as nearly as dominating a performance, but you weren't expecting that. You were expecting them to come out with some fire, and they did. But I also saw, thought situational hitting from us. Uh, we were we were strong enough that we were able to take it to them emphatically enough that I felt good about that victory over overall. And I thought Hat pitched a, a pretty good game. Was it one of his best? No. But was it poor by any stretch of the imagination? No. I thought he worked out of, you know, he worked out of his jams really well. The defense on our team is something that's completely underrated and is excellent. Um, you know, but no, I, I was really happy with that result as well. I, I don't think, you know, you weren't, were you expecting anything different? Like, I, to me, I, I thought a close competitive ball game where ultimately if we could squeak out the win, we were just going to, at that point, it was jam done. I figured. It, well, exactly. I mean, like I said, I, I was all I was hoping for was not to be blown out the other way. Yeah. I thought it would be a close game. Once the bats for us started coming early, yeah. that's settled my nerves. I still knew it was going to be 
a close game. Yeah. I didn't think all of a sudden, oh, right, we're going to have another blowout. Fantastic. Yeah. But to get the bats swinging early when their bats are swinging early is such a bonus that we didn't – we kept it going yeah. from the night before. It just so happened that Texas started to pick it up as well and made it closer. Right. Yeah, exactly. I know I, I think all, all things considered, you couldn't – like – it was the result that you would have dreamed. Like, if you had a dream thing where you blow somebody out in the first game, if you can just sort of just keep pace with them in the second game and just turn it on a little bit late, I mean, we were that was great. Yeah. I thought, you know, absolutely. No. Sorry, boys, nature calls. What happened? No sweat. We just uh, we just did our little game two recap. Talked a little bit about how we thought about everything. Talking shit about you. Yeah. No way. You know. Pitch performance. Yeah. And uh, I'll never hear it. Don't yeah, worry. You can never hear <laughs> it. We're not recording. Okay. Did you guys talk about the home runs? Uh, not specifically. There was the four home runs, and that's what I was saying is that we just kept stepping on their throat. Is what yeah. it was. Yeah. Talked just, about Hap, and oh. then... Guys, he said all the sexy things without me, man. Come on. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's why. All right, so what are we doing? You want to go game three? Let's fucking go. Okay, did you talk about Darvish at all? I was going to say, what, what, no. I will, what I will talk about specifically... No what I will talk about specifically, uh, talking about game two and the home runs, is we should give a small little segment shout out to, a shout-out to Ezekiel Carrera. Oh, thank that you for is listening. Such a right? good yes. point. Yeah, I totally one, forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, one of one of our unsung heroes. Um, Clutch this play. I heard I heard somebody compared. You know, they were asking on the radio, and it was like, okay, what do you do with uh, Zeke? Uh, you know, you're gonna ever take him in the lineup? It's uh, it's like, well, no. Until Zeke stops becoming like, playing like Ricky Henderson, you, you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. and I thought that was a pretty like apropos comparison because like that's not we. He's been phenomenal for us. Um, I I think. My faith in the the defensive uh, side of Batista, um, Upton, and to a certain extent Saunders is is weaning. But I also but so I feel that Carrera is actually the best defensive outfielder of all four of those. Plus he's hitting the hottest too. So he he's an everyday lineup guy for me probably until we start losing. Sexy. Okay. Game three. I've nicknamed Karma. Yeah. How do we want to start this, boys? It's better to get punched out in May than fucking knocked out in October. <laughs> yeah. The Rockies in the building. Yeah. So well put. So clever by that fan. Oh, Unbelievable. That brilliant. And uh, really validated everything we said here. About 100%. Well, we're yeah. going to do this the opposite way because I just want to start with the end of the game. Okay. I get that. But just like you said, to have Odor make the fucking mistake. Yeah. To win us the game, I was at my parents' house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I was downstairs with my brother and my girlfriend, and my parents were upstairs with some family. And when that happened, everybody went nuts and just met in the living room and was hugging and jumping up and down. (laughs) And also the point I wanted to make, too, just saying that, is all our big players were clutch so far this playoff. Martin Donaldson that game. Tulo's been clutch. Batista, Edwin... With his hip injury, Donaldson. Yeah. Holy fuck. So everyone who's getting paid big bucks has been clutched. I'm just going to add that in. It's just made mm-hmm. me so happy. Okay. I like what you do. Work backwards. Fuck you, Odor. Yeah. Okay. Mike, do you want to get into it? Uh, I Honestly, I think he said that pretty well. I, I was at the game for game three, so that was awesome. And Every it was a really, been at yeah, <laughs> a really, good, uh, really good vibe there and uh, a great crowd. Um, it was a little, it was a little tense just before that, right? But honestly, uh, on the whole, that play was tremendous, and 
Uh, couldn't happen to a nicer guy in Odor. And, you know, was, uh, Donaldson is, uh, I think he is hurt, but I also think he's got big stones and he yeah. just plays ball hard and doesn't worry about it until he's So done. many people doubting him after his uh, rock. He's batted 500 oh. that's in three games. So you yes. can't ask for much he, more. He's played None. so well. The, the, I think it was game one, that line drive that he hit to third. Yes. yes. That was so hard. What a rocket. Oh, he couldn't open the, uh, Beltran couldn't hold it, hit, open his glove. And that started enough. the beginning. That started the beginning, you're right. Yeah. Didn't it look like a bunch of the defense, like they, Texas, defense thought that the wall was closer than it was on a lot of those plays. So weird. It looked like they just yeah. were like scared and well, Thank God and for Tulo's triple there. They, oh. Yeah, they did oh, not. Was, oh. Thank God he didn't play that properly. He should have got that ball. Yes. Well, you look at the, the, the dynamics in that, the sh- uh, the shadow that was cast, you're also looking at shortstop performed into a center fielder. Oh, no. I, I mean, there's so many so many yeah. weird variables in thought that. I thought he was close enough to get it, though. Yeah, so you know, weird. He felt like he was close enough. And, and, and he wasn't even that close. Yeah. Like, Kev Pilar's <laughs> diving backhand catch. Oh, he almost, almost had that, was, man. That's a close catch. Yeah. He almost What Desmond had, had in center field was a big, kind of giant yeah. air. Yeah. Um, so crazy. So this game, so I was at the cottage this weekend. Yeah. We were up and about, up in a boot. and Up in a boot? We were... Uh, outside of North Bay, so four hours from home base here. Yeah. That's where I got this beautiful New Ontario Brewing Co. beer. Yeah. Um, we watched this game on a laptop with a personal hotspot feed from somebody's phone. My yeah, mm-hmm. from my sister-in-law's boyfriend's phone. <laughs> um, we huddled around this, and we had uh, probably about twelve, ten people in the room, yeah. five or six non-sports fans. Three diehards yeah. and one casual. Okay. We're the, and the four of us are are kind of huddled around the laptop, and you know you hear the comments, "Oh, go sports!" You know, like all these little things, like yeah. you know these little always chats. one of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and this and in this situation, we were outnumbered, mm-hmm. and you know I'm just I got my Jay's cap on, yeah. I've got my Stroh shirt on, yeah. I'm enjoying myself. I've had a couple beers, probably one too many, and I'm just like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Bro, I let try, people know. Don't. I'm watching the fucking game. Oh, we, this game was so entertaining. By the end of it, yeah. Everybody. everybody's watching. Yeah. Oh, you guys want to watch the game? You guys can sit in the back because I'm a big guy and my broad shoulders are gonna block your view. We're watching this game, so I'm very Go thankful. Sports. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, very thankful for my sister-in-law's boyfriend for being able to. Hook up technology, make the wonderful world of technology work for us. Beautiful. This game happens. Um, by chance, did you guys see that StatCan um, breakdown of that play? Of Polaris? No, of um, Martin, Martin's hit to win the game. Donald, yeah. Oh, of Donaldson's route? Yeah. No, well, no um, it wasn't exactly, but what, because uh, it broke down saying that this that was the fifth quickest run that Martin has had from. Home plate to first all season, the fifth quickest. He's gone to the first. Okay. So and then they talk. So about he the forced sl- the throw. Yeah. So he forced throw. he forced the throw. On top of that, you're looking at a catcher. On top of that, you have Edwin, who nobody blames for running too quickly. No. Um, who had the ideal perfect slide, which somewhat broke up the throw, but didn't like they, they tried to review it. No, it was Slid fine. It was who? perfectly it, fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The but um, this breakdown is so great for Donaldson's run, his run to the plate, the slide. That was the he he had that iconic slide last season where there was like nine thousand photos of that slide into yep. home plate yeah. and then all front page yeah and all the Jays kind of adopted that frontward slide where you can be just outside of the line and still slide over home and avoid the tag yeah but Donaldson 
kind of floated like an angel. Just like a, a perfect glide. His slide into first, uh, sorry, into th- home, and pop-up was so perfect. You <laughs> you will never see a better slide. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he ran, I knew he was oh, safe. I, knew I was, was safe already too. cheering the way, oh. like you're saying, man, the too. run and the dive, I knew. As soon as the ball went off the glove, I knew, yeah. I, yes. I, knew we, I, I knew we had a shot. Yeah. At that I, point, I jumped out. I did the, the grilly fist pump. Uh, I wanted to just rip oh. off my shirt and show my bare chest. All those non-sports <laughs> fans. Yeah. I wanted to show my very average body. <laughs> I was just so excited. And and we know as Jays fans the highs and lows. Yes. But outside of the highs and lows, these are the moments in sports yeah. that give me my sports boner. Yep. Oh, the crowd was electric, man. Oh. Like, they went nuts. And just, it, it's so cool to leave that place and then go down, you know, you go down the ramps and it's just echoing, let's go Blue Jays, and oh. people are going crazy. And you get on the streets, you, feel. you get on the streets, and nobody's going anywhere. The cops have stopped and everything. Yeah, it's just yeah. everybody floods out and they're screaming. And it's like, uh, I don't know. It, it, that, that, that's what you live for is that kind of stuff. And, and, and we've been really blessed to be validated, like, with a lot of this stuff this year. And I'm... I'm pretty confident it's not coming to an end just yet. I'll tell you that. No. So, okay, so that's why I, lo- I love sports, though. Those, do you ever feel closer to... It's societal every, bonding. Yeah, honestly, the society, your community, your city, do you ever feel closer than when something big, sports, happens? And no. It makes everyone come together. Yeah. It's so true. So true. Um, okay. We sweep Texas. Yep. Fuck you! So good. The first... Guys, we witnessed the first ever sweep in franchise history in the playoffs. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing when you think about it. We've been playing in, you know, long, hard-fought playoff series for a while. Now, I mean, some detractors will take it away because it's five games, but it's still 3-0. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that far from 4-0. Right. And I think if we played a fourth game against these guys, we would have beat them four straight. Yeah. Absolutely. We yeah. were we the had We had pounded them into the ground at yeah. that point. Yeah, it, we it, were the better team. We were in their heads. Everything. That was a mercy. Easy. So... Uh, okay, really quickly on the ALDS, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? No, I think that's good. I'd like, we, I to, I'd like to move forward and talk about what's to come. Bigger and brighter? Yep. Okay. Gentlemen, the rivalry between two sports cities is going to go to the next level. That's that's probably one of the more interesting parts of this, isn't, isn't it? I like that. I, I like that, that angle. Yeah. I do. Yeah. So we're looking at Cleveland, the Cleveland Cavaliers, yeah. the Toronto Raptors, a big... Well-heated basketball rivalry last season. Yeah. The Blue Jays, the Indians, they've been battling back and forth. July 1st, my birthday, also the longest game of the season. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember watching that. So crazy. That was against Cleveland in a one-run bullshit game. That's when we brought out Goins and Barney to pitch, Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, I feel like this is such an incredible series for Toronto. How bad do you think Shapiro wants to win this? Oh, my God. Okay, so on a scale of one to um, the one to like a bukkake, it's mm. a bukkake plus some. Mm-hmm. It is such a big. Series. You're drenched. Oh yeah. yeah, like you're not gonna see anything for days. Yeah, you're glossy. Like you're staying home from <laughs> work. You gotta sit there and wait until I come back with more. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna look like a Tim, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna look like a Tim Horton special. <laughs> you ain't never moving. Yeah. Yeah. Shellac, lock it down. It's in. Yeah. Um, this is so crazy, boys. We gave so much shit to the front office. Even we, on this podcast. Especially. And you know what? Shapiro Atkins, thank you so much for listening. 
Yeah, I, you guys are the number one. Fans. I think we're believers. I think we're believers. Man. I think I'm fine with what you've done so far. Yes. You, you still got to. I, I, the ultimate test is in the off season, but I think that you've passed the test thus far. This, you know what? I think that's a very good point. A very good comment. Yeah. I think what they've done to the bullpen this season alone has been very good. Very productive. Very good. I think when we look at what's going to happen with this series, mm-hmm. I, I want to get into predictions, but I just want to get this out first. I think this team has potential. I think I think I don't think Cleveland has enough to answer. Yeah. I think they've got some great pitching. I think they've got a very decent bullpen, yeah. but I don't know if they're gonna have enough wood to make it last. Well, I mean, just talking between the three of us on our phones. I mean, Mike already called. Like the confidence he showed in naming the Blue Jays, <laughs> beating this, and going to the World Series. I honestly feel it with this team. Yeah, I think this like, is the year. We talked earlier that work hard mentality we have right now from the rough September where we're not only a good team, but we also have something to prove. Okay. That's a deadly combination right now with talent and something to prove. I think the core from last year that had the sting of Kansas City and then watching Kansas City win and might I add, didn't Worked that hard in the World Series no. to win that. Yes, I feel like the Toronto series was a harder series. Mm-hmm. To see that, I think that just added added a couple more pubes to the fire. I honestly think this is going to be a great series. I think it's going to be nail biting a bit okay. for us. I, I think we're going to win. Yeah. I agree with you. Okay, but and Cleveland too. Like even the Cavaliers, this rivalry. I'm kind of excited for this rivalry because mm-hmm. I'm not at the point that I fucking hate Cleveland like I hate Boston and oh, I hate, I hate Texas Boston. and I hate Boston in any sport, yeah, Bruins, whatever. So yeah. I, I hate them. I hate Montreal. Yeah. I hate Ottawa. I respect Cleveland and even LeBron James. I know we're talking baseball, but when they beat the Raptors, he even talked about for the first five minutes of his interview how great True. this crowd and right. city was. Right, and it, right. I mean, you, you talk about how great we are. You're in my respect because I love this city just as much. Right. So I'm excited for this rivalry. I don't know okay. if I, I don't know if I want it to be like heated fighting, but I want a good series and we're gonna get it. Let's let's talk. Early predictions for the series. Is this going seven games? No. At least six, I think. Okay, Mike. I was going to say six. Six. Okay. I think six. So let's place some predictions for this series. Okay. And, side note, production note, are we going to do a weekly podcast during the playoffs? We're probably going to have to start thinking about it. At least, at least to, it, well, I mean, if we go to the World Series, we need to get another one in before. Uh-huh. I'm 100% to come down I, next I, week. So maybe if that's 10 days from now, then maybe it's 10 days. Okay. If we get a seven-game series. Okay. But I say Let's, as soon as that series is over, if we're in, we're, we're going out. 100%. Okay. And we, we, you know, we delayed so much with the September one as well right, yeah. because, of, because of family and congratulating you guys on life and the happening. But mm. I'm down for this weekly thing, okay. man. There's so much to talk about so within much. small increments of time. Yeah. So much. Okay, so let's let's get some predictions. You guys both think six games? Yes, yes. I do. Let me write that down. Go ahead. <laughs> Mike and Jesse think it's going to be Jay. Toronto in Jay six games. Six. Yes, Jays. And Toronto I'm more worried. in six. And I'll tell you right now, I'm more worried about Cleveland than I was Texas and Baltimore, but I still think we're going to take it. I am less worried about Cleveland than I was Kansas City. Yes. And yes. on that, I'm saying Jays in five. Okay. Wow, that's a, you know I 
I agree with that. Yeah. Kansas you can, City you know was scary last year. No, it, it agrees with my point. It's the same point. I want, I feel I, like we're going to win this year. I didn't know if we were going to win last year. Yeah, Good I call. like Cleveland more than Boston. The character is so much stronger yeah. than this team. Yes. They've been through so much more. That's what we're saying. You had to work for this season. Or, or this if you want the no, tail end. Okay. All right. So any other predictions you guys want to make? Does someone go red hot? Like, I mean, I don't know if you can you can really gauge anyone hotter than Donaldson right now. Um, batting 500, really being the catalyst. Martin. That run. You think Martin? Okay. I think Martin's going to be a very good catalyst. All right, so Jesse says uh, Martin goes red hot. I've just been so impressed with him and Carrera, like Coach said earlier. Okay, any other predictions you want to make? Is, is this a series that one of the Jay starters – Completes the first game of the season. No. I was trying to think of pitching no. things, but that's man in no. this far in the playoffs against this team. That is a very very hard. If Liriano doesn't come back, there's a slight possibility. Okay, so they brought in uh, Barnes. Yes. Do you see him at the, in the series? I do not think so. I think as soon as you can get rid of Barnes, you're going to get Liriano back in. Hopefully, his concussion is okay. So I'm hoping to see him for game two. I'd also like to see one pitcher less left uh, off the roster. So uh, a Tapera, a Feldman, uh, a guy who we never saw anything of before. And it's probably Tapera, actually, because I think Feldman... Uh, over a loop? I guess you just... Okay, so loop or Tapera. Yeah. Either or. One of the, they're, they're they, seem to like their, they seem to like loop. I, I don't, I, no matter what I say, it seems like Gibby's going to take loop. So yeah. I don't... I'm not, I leave okay. him out of the equation. Okay, okay. But Tapera or Feldman, it, those, one of those guys goes, I think that you got to bring up Dalton Pompey for the series. Because I think yeah. that Cleveland and their speed and their grittiness and the fact that they can't hit as hard as us, but they play that scrappy bullshit baseball, I think that that's the kind of guy you're going to need in the late innings if you're starting up in that day, let's say. Or if, you know, you know we've, we've, we've had a lot of little changes and things like that. So I, I would say that uh, I'd like to see Pompey or some like-minded speed a Goins or something like that on the yeah. playoff roster. Well, it, I, didn't you guys find it interesting that Goins didn't make the playoff roster? I guess you don't need a secondary infield. No, it's a five-game series, too. Yeah, I could call. Okay. That's, that's why I wouldn't. And then we felt so st- – we wanted to have the pitching-heavy stuff. Now that we're going to seven games. switch for him? For who do you put in for Gones? Who do you take out? Yeah, uh, that's, that's even it's harder a t- question. Exactly. That's the thing. It's a, to me, it's a bullpen arm. So and, tr- and I'd rather have Pompey than Gones if, yep. if it's strictly pitch 100%. hitting. And so, so Travis. And, I, and I'm hoping Travis will play at some point this series. I, 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 I'm sounding, it's sounding good. I'm willing to risk putting him on the roster if he's only going to miss a game or two. Right. Because he's that much more valuable than Gones. I agree. I, I just agree. heard an interview. It's sounding good. It's sounding like it's progressing good. Great. Uh, that's good. what we want here. Any other prediction? Who's going to be the gem? Starting pitcher of the series. Who's going to pitch the best out of the series? Marcus Stroman. Wow. Yeah. I think he's hot right now. I think he's probably he could be in some ways the worst pitcher of the guys that we have, which is crazy to say. But I think Stroman's going to really. Uh, I think he, I think he's going to look real good. I'm, I, I expect they'll probably give him the game two start actually instead of half. Wow. Because he, he's you don't want him sitting around for three weeks or whatever and, it is, you know. Like. And the season starts in Cleveland, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Friday, eight o'clock. Friday, eight o'clock. You heard it here first, mm-hmm. folks. Yeah. Friday, well, doing okay. Friday, Saturday, then. So who do you think is going to be the pitcher of the series? Estrada. Yeah. Set the fucking tone. Yep. The assassin comes out and the assassin. Oh, I love that. The assassin. <laughs> yes. I like I said. I wanted him to start the playoffs. I think Estrada. That if we. If it is a great win, game one, I'm going to tell you I'm very confident. 
All right, I am going to throw this out here. I think the Sanchez is going to look at his last start and say, I'm way... That was rough. uh, You know what? Not only am I better than that, I'm way fucking better than that. I'm going to lay down this log and show you who the best is. For a young guy, that's important right now. I'm going to go Sanchez as the man for the series. I like the Strowman call. You know what? He he needs that goes defining against, moment. Goes against my analytics. It goes against a lot of things. It's, it goes with that feel that if I were the manager now and I start to see if I'm really looking hard and we're all looking pretty hard at what's going on in Toronto baseball right now. Yes. I I feel a lot more confident than I did with him a couple months ago, and I just ride the hot wave. Who is who is your prediction? Do you have any other standout predictions? Do you think? Do you, you think want to pick guy, an ALCS MVP? I would love to do that. Because they do give that out. Okay. All right, Mike, you started off. Jose Batista. Wow, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesse. Mm. Fuck it. Martin. There you go. All right. Okay. I almost wanted to say Donaldson. You know what? I think this guy is peaking at the right time. I'm so proud of Mike for bringing him to my attention because I was going to throw him under the rug. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I'm, all I'm going to say is... Too low! God damn, he's been good. <laughs> oh, he's been great. Boys, I'm so excited for this series. Mm-hmm. Bring on the Indians, or the politically incorrect Native Americans. Yes. Let's Bring them on. One. You know what? I think I think this series is going to be telling. I don't think it's going to be like Kansas City last year. Mm-hmm. I really feel like Toronto is going to be the favorite going into this series yeah. because of how hot they are. And yes, the Indians did beat the Red Sox, who were a very hot team. And you got to respect them for what they've done. They're clearly good enough to be in this conversation, right? But we don't, and we because we don't see them in the Central all the time. We don't respect. How friggin' good these guys were. And I heard there's a possibility of Danny Salazar coming back as one of their pitchers. That's right. a huge addition if they get that in his arm, as an arm. But if you look at the, the sum of the parts, the sum of the whole right now, it screams Toronto. And, yeah. you, and you can't, and that's not homerism, that's legit. Okay, do you think the Shapiro Atkins duo has some inside information? I would think they have some small fraction of his inside information. They have more than Cleveland does about us. Right. So there's got to be something there. Whether or not that can ever play into something... I would think that he would talk about like player tendencies, what they've seen you know, over the course of time, how this player has adjusted, what they do against specific types of pitchers, speed, specific pitches. I, I would think they would have that kind of information. But I think the stats is so widespread right now that it's only going to be a fraction of help. Maybe in the 60s and the 70s when this analytics stuff wasn't crazy, it might make a huge difference. But I think right now it's just a marginal difference. But it's, a, it's, it's something in our favor. It's a check mark in our box to say that we have that and they don't, right? So it's a good, it's a good thing. Okay. Let's end this with this. Mm -hmm. Let's say the Jays ended in five or six or even seven. Mm -hmm. Let's just say the Jays fucking win. Mm -hmm. Cubs. Cubs? We're going to break that fucking dream. Mm. Okay. Give me a second here. Okay. What's the score right now? And I want to say Nationals, but I'm going Cubs. Okay, so so we're looking at... I would have said at the start of the playoffs, if we had done it, I would have said Jays, Nationals, World Series. But I wanted my Cubs, I think, and I want. We're looking at the Nationals, the Cubs, the Dodgers, and the Giants. Giants. Who are the even-year lucky bastards. I can't imagine that being like... 
I can't imagine they didn't do it three times in a row. Dude, they won last night, and I was talking to my buddies that if they don't get swept and they win that game, that the Giants could freaking okay, come so, back. Okay, so let's say this. Who co- so you say the Cubs come out of the National League. I'm saying, I'm saying Chicago Jays World Series. Okay, Mikey. I am going to say what I said to you guys not too long ago, and I want to just double check. Oh, that's right, you did call it. I said I said Toronto over Washington in six six games in the World Series. So I so I will keep with that. That fired me up when he said that. (laughs) I know it's true. I you know I I love the uh, the Nationals as as a team again NL team. They're a potent lineup. Now think of this. Now I know it's a long shot and it's a stretch, but the Nationals were the Expos. Oh, don't think I don't know. We all yeah. That excites. Me. I'm just putting that I out just there. Just a little extra juice. I yeah. said an hour ago, come back to Montreal. Yeah. yeah. So could you, uh, ima- could you imagine for a second? So who those fence? Those guys on the fence? Who do they go? Do they go for the Blue Jays? Do they go for the Nationals? They go for the Blue Jays. They have to go for the Blue Jays, right? Blue Jays. Your team was taken away from you. Exactly. What the fuck are you, you talking can't, about? Like the they put it in the capital of America. They put it in the capital. They're called the Nationals. <laughs> I know. I know. I it's I think it's you American go pride. You gotta go with the Jays. Okay. So we have red in our jersey. Fuck. I I would love I'd love to see the Cubs. I would love to. See, I, actually, I don't want to see the Nationals. I don't want to see the Giants. Oddly enough, I really want the Dodgers. Okay, I think that's the most intriguing from a pitching perspective. Although yes. I, 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 as much as I okay, I want to see the Dodgers more than anybody because I think we can beat the Dodgers. Better I was about than to say I'm I'm not worried. I think that, that their bad. lineup one through nine. I, so I of all the teams I want to see us play, it's kind of the Dodgers because I'm willing to eat two Kershaw starts that we're gonna definitely lose. To go up against the rest. I, I think we beat them otherwise. I'm worried the most about the Nationals if I had to choose between the four teams. I, I and I want right. Chicago I, Jays, and, but and I'm saying Washington. I mean, the Cubs-Jays is, is the is the most palatable for Jays fans because even if we don't win, and I know that's like blasphemy, blasphemy. but, if, but if, if that were to be the case, it's like, well. You are history. I was going to say, at least it's these guys. You know, like we don't yeah. hate the Cubs. You know, that's nice that yes. you finally won a World Series, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah, no. To me, I, I think the national. I think the Nationals have the staying power. I think that's the one. Okay, that I'm, we'll see. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. So, just for the record, Jesse wants to go Cubs, Blue Jays. Yep. Mike, National Jays, yep. and myself. I'm gonna see we Dodgers, all have Jays. the Jays going go. to the fucking World Series. Yeah, I mean, really, why would we do this podcast if it wasn't the Jays? <laughs> yeah, I think the Jays are gonna fucking. Play. Yeah, I think the reason they're yeah. doing well this year is because we started this. Like, I don't see any other parallel. Like, yeah. what else could it be? They all listen, so they, yeah. they hear the advance. It's obviously us. Yeah. It's obviously yeah. us. Yeah, gentlemen. Win, lose, rain, shine. I'm so glad we did this podcast. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I've so been waiting weeks just to talk to you two about Jays. I don't want to talk to anybody else. Notes, about notes, it. notes. <laughs> um, this, is, this has been so much fun. So what, what we'll do for everyone listening and everyone watching on Facebook Live, uh, we're semi-committing to a weekly podcast during the playoff run. I, exactly. I just, Urgent I playoff. Like I said, I have baby. I have wife with child right, right. now. So that's I just got to run things by her, but I'm sure we can get here in the next let's say two weeks. Right. Worst case, right? Like yes. which which at that point we got a series done. So okay, so I will, I will get to you guys before the World Series starts. I promise. We'll throw that out there. Um, Ball Walker, you're gonna have one more episode dropped probably tomorrow or the day after episode two of the Ball Walker podcast. Which I really enjoyed the first. Yes, oh, thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. So yeah, second episode. So do you want to give a little sneak peek before I release it? A second, well, so I'm starting a, a Bob Promotions episode. Yeah. My buddy East, who's my co-host, he's yeah. part of a band or a rap group called The Collaborators. Okay. 
I'm going to get him on, promote. He's got a show coming up. Cool. I kind of want to do this like local little music scene, just a couple episodes here and there. Yeah, yeah, I like so it. So we're going to do the Bob Promotions. Yeah. I'm definitely doing a hockey update because yeah. besides baseball, that's my fucking life. Yeah. And it starts tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Yep. Too get much ready. Toronto sports. Too oh, much. Yeah. Too much. Come quickly. And, oh, and you know what? I think I'm going to get uh, Johnny DeNoir, and I don't yeah. know who else, for a nice basketball podcast. Oh, Talk about the Raptors. Sweet. Bring up Cleveland. Yes. You're going to have to, right? Defending Absolutely. Champs. All right. The uh, brand is growing. The brand is growing. Hopefully, we'll have more things to announce in the future. Other than that, I hope you guys really enjoy this podcast. Yeah, thanks for coming out. We guys. love we love doing this. That's why we do it. You know, I want I want to thank um, Sanchez, thank Donaldson, you. thank you, uh, Batista, Edwin, Pilar. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stroman, uh, Osuna. I know that we're going to work on the Mexican. I know Melvin's a big fan. Yeah, he came over late, so he's late. Yeah, yeah. He missed the first few episodes. And we always say, but guys, we're willing to hang out. Like, yeah. Yeah. call us. And our, uh, by by far our favorite Blue Jay, the cheese himself, yeah. Grilly Cheese. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for the retweet on Twitter. That was so cool. Yeah, um, gentlemen. I love you guys. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having um, us. Passion over paycheck always, right? Absolutely. Let's Every go, Jace. Come on, boys. Go get it. Three-way high five. All right, let's do it. Woo!